0: Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: The Talk Sport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mick Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mick Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mick Delivery. Welcome to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman and joining me today is Jan Geneus. In this episode, we're going to be analyzing the breaking news for Fulham, the two signings that they made today, which are Jean-Michel Seri and Maxime Lemarchand. On top of that, we also have some other Fulham-related topics that we'll be discussing as well, but we have to really talk about the breaking news of these two Fulham signings. Before we do that, I have to welcome my co-host back to the show, Mr. Janaeus. How you doing? Are you in a good mood? I know I am. Is is Darren
0: Bent coming back? Because I was hoping he's coming back to us. Because I love him and I miss him. I'm ecstatic, Russ. I really am. And you know what? I needed a pep. Um, I needed a bit of a pep, and I think all you know, Fulham fans probably did after last night's England uh, misery. Um, but there were, you and I talked before the show, there were lots of, lots of rumors going around about, scary yes. coming in. Um, and I think what this is doing is it's, it's answering a couple of questions. It's raising a couple more, but it is signaling some big intent from the cons that
1: absolutely
0: hey, Premier League. We're going to, we're going to spend some money. We're going to bring some quality in. And, um, you know what? Um, and i got to applaud them for getting this over the line and announcing this the day after uh, England get knocked out. I think this is great. I think this is um, – I think I don't think there's any lack of coincidence here. I think it's a classy move. And um, I know that all you and I and everybody around the world is going to be very excited at this news.
1: Absolutely, yes. And the two words that come to mind you've already talked about, intent and I will say ambition. Both of those words come to mind – when I did a show a couple of days ago with the guys from Friends of Fulham, we talked about this potentially happening. And I thought at the time that even if it didn't happen, it showed ambition. It showed intent. It showed the direction that the cons are going. Giannis, I said this to the guys, and I'll say it to you before we talk about the, these two players. Fulham are not looking, in my mind, just to survive in the Premier League. They're looking to compete. And especially the Seri move says that to me they're not just looking for just players that are just going to get them over the line and keep them in the Premier League. They want to try to compete with everyone, and that's a hard feat, but they're going to try. They're not just looking at it as survival, as as maybe many Fulham supporters are in your first year back in the Premier League. Well, let's just survive. The cons are not looking at it like that, Yanis. Would you agree with me? Yeah, and I think part of it is because – well, there's a
0: few reasons. We've got a small squad right now with all the loanies that have gone back number one. So, you know, we're short players. But number two, if you look at the Premier League last year, let's take away the first, the top five, six. Uh, and you look at all the teams. That believe, Burnley's a, I think Burnley are, are just maybe the model team in terms of an outstanding coach in Sean Dyche, what yes. he, what he's done with the squad. Um, the investments that the club have made, and they've not had to be too great, but, if you look at the teams that finished just above the relegation zone, can we compete with the, you know, the Huddersfields, um, the Brightons? um, The answer is, of course, yes, we can. So um, you've got to reinvest. And I think that um, the Khan's have noticed, together with Slavicia, that there are some gaps that we've got to really work on. Um, Because if you look at the lineup we put out against Villa at Wembley, okay, players have now gone, but you just, even with that lineup, you have to upgrade to be able to to compete. And to me, compete would be middle to low middle. If you can get, get to that, that would be perfect. And um, seri is a, is a big, big signing because he'll give us a lot of creativity in the centre of the park. And Le Marchand, you know, um, has, has played in Ligue 1 and Ligue 2, and he's got a lot of experience. And... Um, They've probably been looking for a replacement who can partner Tim Ream based on the assumption that, A, they don't re-sign Thomas Callas, and, B, that Marcelo giallo is not um, not the answer to the, to the, to the problem.
1: Right. Uh, v- very good there, Yanis. That's what we'll be talking about. Le Marchand, uh, in, in a little bit, because I want to get your thoughts on him. I'll, I'll be sharing some information from whoscored.com, just describing him as a player. And I'm going to do that also with Jean-Michel Sarri in just a bit too. But I just want to share this with you because, again, I've seen many people tweet about this deal that the footballing community, I think, is shocked by this, that Fulham were able to get this player. He's been linked to Barcelona, Arsenal, Chelsea, so many teams. Fulham got him. And uh, if you're wondering how some people feel about him as a player, I'm just going to read this tweet from this football writer by the name of Robin Berner. He's a football writer for Goal.com, okay? This is what he tweeted earlier, and I find just the tweet fascinating. If Fulham FC fans want to know how good New Son and Jean-Michel Seri is, Javi claimed he's a player with Barcelona DNA. 30 million euros seems like a bargain. That's what he tweeted out. We're, we're not sure of the number, but very interesting tweet f- from him. And I'm just also going to share some information, Giannis, before I get your take on this signing, which I think is unbelievable, about the player. This is from whoscored.com that just tells you a little bit about him. His strengths, very strong passing, very strong at key passes, strong at through balls, long shots, taking set pieces, weaknesses, aerial duels and tackling, style of play, likes to do layoffs, does not dive into tackles. So I've just given you some information on Seri. Uh, along with that tweet, which I find fascinating. What are your thoughts about the signing? Why don't you start right here?
0: Well, it's it's an excellent signing. And, and I know that you're, you're on my uh, little friend, David Hulley, is probably going to be listening to this. Um, he cracked a joke on Twitter and I had to have some fun with him when he said that when the last time he'd seen him, was he wearing, was he standing on a wooden box? Cause he's only five foot six. You know, he's a, he's a small little player. But the one thing about series is, is he does have a lot of quality and, when I think of the last 10, 15 years in terms of the creativity and the passing, the one player that for me stands out above all is, is um, Moussa Dembele who, who just he's right. one of those players that, you know, when you think back to, to how good he was and what a loss he was to us when he went to Spurs, just a, a massive, massive player. And, he's he's not obviously not as big as dembele but he will bring the, the sort of craft and creativity that's going to be required to unlock def, um defenses and we've got um you know we should hopefully you know with christie on the right and you know the left back hasn't been sorted yet we should have speed where we can overlap with the flank so that seri can find the channels and and the reports i read is a very very accurate passer which it's yes. really in tune with the philosophy of the way we play. Lots of passes during a game. Passing accuracy was the best in the division last year. It should be up there even in the Premier League, to be honest. So they've they've it's almost like analytics has played a, a part here where carry on the philosophy, but just put in an upgrade of a player that will find a player. Um and so movement off the balls can be key. And Series and I um, you know, Côte d'Ivoire International. So it's it's a it's a massive signing. 25 million is a lot. Of, a lot of, I mean, it shattered. It has destroyed our, um, our transfer um, record. And we've had a couple of busts, obviously, sure. in terms of that. But uh, he comes with huge pedigree. Um, and I think we've been, bene- Russ, I think we've been beneficiaries of incompetence as well here. Because um, <laughs> if I'm Surrey, um and a club like Chelsea comes knocking, you've got to be interested. I mean, sure, of course. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, um, Chelsea are, are just you. – I'm not going to repeat it on the air. You, you made a, a phrase mentioned before, before we went on air. But that just about sums up Chelsea. I yeah. mean, you've got a pre-season and they've still got their coach who knows he's going to get fired at any moment. And if I'm sorry, I'm going, well, I don't know what's going to happen there. I don't know if the coach is going to be there. An irony of ironies, on the day that we sign him is the day that Chelsea fired Conte. I mean, this is the way that, you know, a club like Chelsea, Abramovich, the owner, deals with his top employees. And it's disgusting. And so we've, we have benefited from our incompetence because there's been uncertainty around whether Conte was going to be around. Conte, to me, is a, is a top, top-notch coach. Did wonderful things with, with that club. But everybody knew he was going to get fired. It was a matter of when. And the players on well, I'll bugger this. I might as well go somewhere where I know I'm going to start. and know I can contribute and I'm playing in the Premier League, and it's all good. So we've benefited from that, and it's oh, fantastic. Totally. It's about time that we benefited. It's about time that we chosen over, over another team. Roughly. So that's really, really pleasing as well.
1: It is, Giannis, and uh, it's a four-year deal, and I believe there's also an option for another year. So that's fantastic. It's not a two-year deal. It's a four-year deal. And uh, he signed up along with his uh, niece teammates, be talking about him just a bit, but uh, I also want to share this because our friend Mike Greg tweeted this out from uh, Bet three sixty five uh, a comparison with Marco Verratti and Jean-Michel Serri in Wigan last year, and I, I'll just read the tweet because I, I find this fascinating. And the tweet is again from Bet three sixty five Jean-Michel Serri versus Marco Verratti, and it says better pass completion, more assists per ninety minutes, more chances created per ninety minutes, more key passes per ninety minutes. More duels won per 90 minutes, less defensive errors per 90 minutes, all in favor of Jean michel That, to me, is telling. Yeah, so, you know, listen, we could talk about legal and not being as a big of a league as some of the other leagues around Europe, but it's not a bad league. And for him to have those kinds of stats is uh, is wonderful for us to look forward to
0: yeah I agree and 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 yeah and you absolutely you've nailed it on the head there Russ, in terms of league, league is 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 a quality league and, and um you've got I mean you you one could argue you've got PSG and the rest I mean it's it, it's it's um there's I mean the 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 only other league where I think a team is so dominant is Juventus and of course ironically Ronaldo goes there uh right. but but he's a quality player yes and I think that's you know the Clans have obviously looked at the math as well. I mean you've got a as a Fulham fan, you say, Okay, well you've got all the money that's going to be coming in, plus you know about the parachute payments which have gone through the roof if everything goes belly up, which is great. You've got um, you've got a good little squad. You now need to complement it. And you look at the loanees and you go, Well, where where are you going to upgrade everything has to be upgradable. I mean, everything has to be upgradable. And, and You've got a play of creativity there. And, and and some might argue, well, does that put now the onus and a bit of pressure on, on Tom Kearney? No, it doesn't. It complements. Because with, you know, Kearney's a relatively inexperienced Scottish international. And and that tells you how, honestly, <laughs> backward their thoughts are that Kearney hasn't had more caps for his country. Same with Kevin MacDonald. Absolutely ridiculous. Right. But then, you know, Serry brings, you know, playing in the African Nations Cup every two years, in terms of World quali- Cup qualifi- qualification, it's very, very tough a continent. It's a very, very tough, lots and lots of rivalries. And don't forget, you've got to be also pretty um, durable in terms of all the travel to and from. I mean, if you, you've got a group game in South Africa compared to a group game in, in um, Ethiopia or, or Ghana, you know, it's, it's lots and lots of travel. So, you know, he brings all that quality in the international experience. And... Um, league 1 is 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 is, a, is not an easy league and there are some very very good players there hey i think i, I mentioned a few weeks back about um i, I don't think we're going to get him now because it looks like he's going to marseille but um le marchand's um, uh, teammate mario balatelli right who's a free agent now who's had a very good two years and is now going to reap the rewards and he's back in the italian national squad and I'm a huge, as you know, massive fan of Mario. I think he's, you know, just a young kid who's made mistakes, but, you know, you do turn careers around. So if he's done well, you know, and he's turned it around, um, in a tough league, I think it's great. So Sarah's going to bring that pedigree, and I think that's, uh, that's nothing but good news for, for the club.
1: Absolutely there, my friend. And uh, the way I'm looking at it, he's the centerpiece of what they're going to do for this upcoming season. They first, I think, wanted to sign their key players. They've already signed, re-signed uh, Tim Ream, and then, of course, it starts with Tom Kearney, and hopefully there'll be others to follow. But I think that set what the ambition was. They're going to re-sign and reward their key players, and then they were going to bring in the player that was going to take them to the next level that they feel. That's how I feel. They they wanted to get that centerpiece. It's Sarri. And the way I'm looking at it, Giannis is that other players are going to now want to come to Fulham because they see the ambition. Agents are going to be calling Fulham. Well, wow, they, they got Siri. Well, maybe, maybe my player wants to go there. I just think that this sets the tone and changes maybe a little bit how Fulham are looked at in the world of football. You know, we're looked at a certain way. You know, nice little Fulham family club. But this is a a showing of ambition that maybe this changes the perception of a potential player that might not have Fulham on their radar. Now maybe they do, Giannis. That's what this deal does for Fulham. It's not just what he's going to do on the field. I think it's going to attract other players to come to Fulham.
0: I agree. Um, And and it's funny. um, I was – I'm still on the – you know, you and I get on the the Facebook um, groups and I'm still on the championship banter. Well, I don't know why, but I think it's because it's such a great... Why are you still on that? <laughs> I am because it, it is absolutely hilarious. It, it Compared to the Premier League banter group or groups, it is so much funnier. It is Because some of the banter is just... Some of it's a little cruel, but it is very, very funny. Um, and I know that one club that's got a lot of stick, but I've got, to go, I've got to take my hat off, it's Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest very quickly have showed huge intent with some of the signings. They have just got off. They've hit the ball, you know, they've hit the ground running. And they've turned themselves really on paper from a lower mid-table team last season, a team that really should be challenging for playoffs, if not in there and scrapping about. And I think it's important. That, I know that there's going to be a lot of transfers from now till the start of the season. I get that. Two schools of thought. You've got the World Cup, you know, a lot of players there. And then when they play, finish playing, they've got to get a vacation as well, obviously. So sure. then when do you make signings? I mean, players like, for example, Jack Wilshire t- taking him in his, in his set of crutches to, to wet spam, you know, it, you know, that can be done because he's not in the World Cup. Fair enough. But you've got, um, you know, you've got other players that are out there who aren't in the World Cup. And that's why, um, you know, do you wait till late where you get this flurry of signings? Because trust me, after Sunday, the transfer market's going to go absolutely bloody mental. Oh, absolutely. And not, just, and not just here, but just just the European market is just going to go berserk. Or do you do what Forrest did and sign players early? This was beautifully timed because it's just after, obviously, we got knocked out, although sure. we still got the game on Saturday. But it's two of a number of signings. And I think that um, you said to me before that there's still a lot in the works, and I agree. Um, I think a couple of the, a few of the players we thought might come back n- next year, Loneys, will probably now know because they're now looking at upgrades. There might be a couple that just aren't available. Um, and we've talked before about Matt Target, right. who we'd love to get back. Oh, but, I'd love to have him back. But Bellend, Mark Hughes is probably going to make sure <laughs> that we don't get him. Um, you said that just, on a
1: prior show, Giannis. You, yeah, there's no, you're no way. There's no he way or are
0: yeah, he'll 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 sell him to Crawley Town before he sells it to us, you know, for five p and a and a bottle of milk before, and that's and that's just his nonsense. Right. But um, I think that uh, if if the players we we want we can't get like a target, I'm sure there are already targets. Excuse my pun. There are already targets out there that we're focused on to to upgrade. Right, um, right. So it's fun times, and unfortunately for, for a couple of the players that we, we, we sort of like, it, it's probably going to be their time to go as well. And it's probably sort of just been kicked off by these signings.
1: Right. right. And listen, you, you and I did talk before the show that there were things in the works. What I mean is that there's speculation that Fulham are, are looking at a few players and potentially there's a journalist that said that Fulham are looking to get a couple over the line before the window closes. We're talking about that at the very end because both names are very interesting and one actually is a left back. So we'll talk about that in just a bit. But, Giannis, yeah, so let's talk about the other signing. And I, I love the fact that now we have two players from Nice. And this player is Maxime Le Marchand. I hope I'm saying that correctly. And what's interesting about him is that I was doing a little reading on him. I can't remember what side I was on. That last season he played mostly at left back because they had an injury issue at Nice, but he is really a center back by trade. And uh, I think he's being brought in as a center back, but it's good to know that he can play left back as well. And I'm just going to read a little bit about him because when I was looking at who and and what they were saying about him, it sounds like a Savisa type of center back. Okay. Based on the strengths and the style of play. This is what WhoScore.com says about LeMachon strengths, Very strong passing, holding on to the ball. Strong at ball interception. Style of play? Likes to play short passes. Weaknesses, Giannis? None. That is what Whoscore.com says about Maxime Lemachand. So I want to get your thoughts on this. I I believe he is left-footed. So this makes things interesting with Tim Rehm. And like I mentioned, he can play left back as well. So you... Potentially, could use him in two positions. If you want, you have a little bit of flexibility. I like this signing, Giannis. Your thoughts? Yeah, I do
0: too. And it probably it probably um, closes the door on Thomas Callas coming back. And I'm um, I, I, I'm not I'm not against that either because um, again, I'm looking at upgrades. And, and Callas right. did do a good job for us. Don't get me wrong. And Adoy, I mean, I mean, Dennis Adoy um, is right there. Is he? a potential answer to going at left back maybe i mean i i think that um the lo- the troops a lot of the troops that took us over the top deserve the chance to get the their the piece of glory and adoy is one of them and i and i'm sure there's other thing of loyalty because adoy did i mean let's not forget the callasanning off against reading and adoy came in did a great job did a great job when carst was injured um that critical header um, against Derby at the Cottage, he's done he's done the job that has been asked. Now Callas has been on loan for what eight nine years now, um, so um, the question would become if we wanted to sign him at what at what price, and I'm not sure we'd necessarily need Callas unless. We bought him as a depth player, and if that is the case, I would think there are probably better players out there. Although Callis is still young, and then that's the one thing about—he's still a young player. Um, would it be worth giving, you know, a cheeky bid to, to putting a cheeky bid in with Chelsea to get him back? But then, are you necessarily upgrading, considering when we have to play the the Cities, Uniteds, right. Tottenham's, Liverpools, and Chelsea's of the world? So it's a tricky one, but if Le Marchand is a Slovicia signing, this is great because um, they've now got faith. They've got faith in in the manager, as they should. And he now wants certain players in, which he should. And this is good for the club. So I think this could mean the exit of Callis. But then, then again, Russ, he's not even our player now. So, no, I'm sure there are other clubs that are bid. I'm sure there are other clubs that are going to, you know, ask him for loan. Remember the other thing as well, Russ. You know, and Fulham fans, I know you probably already know this. The loan situation changes when we go in the Premier League. We're only That's allowed to loan signings, and 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 only a maximum of one from any club. So, if you're going to loan two players, even if you're looking at a loan, you really want to get you ha- you want them to be impact players. You really don't have a lot of choice. And Callas really can't be alone siding if you're only getting two from fellow Premier League clubs. Re- really? I, I don't think that works. So um we'll see how it goes. There's a lot lots of business to do, but um I've got a feeling that uh, we may I mean we we may well have seen the last of um Thomas Callas uh, in, in the in the black and white.
1: Well wow, it's very interesting and- and uh, it's funny, uh, Giannis, when I was looking at LeMarchand, I was watching video. I'm sure we'll all watch video of him. And um, it he just looked like a Slavica type of player. So it wouldn't shock me Slavica's influence on getting this player. I, I could be wrong on this, but he just seems like his type of center back. What we've seen from, say, Tim Ream, he is different, but I could just see The type of uh, attributes that he offers is what Savisa wants, based on his history with Fulham. So, uh, I like the signing. I, you know, again, it doesn't have to be this huge money signing. It just has to be the right player for to play in Savisa style. And it's like, like I said, it's just video. We'll have to wait and see. But based on what I watched, it it looks that way. We'll we'll have to see how he fits in. All right, my friend. Let's talk about two signings of. uh, Foam players getting new contracts, being rewarded. I talked to the guys or friends of Foam on this. I want to get your thoughts on it. I already mentioned at, at the top. I think it's huge that they did this, especially for for Tom Kearney, because I think that you had to uh, pay your best player. I think Tom Kearney's your best player. I think you had to give him more money, and then obviously because you got other players coming in, so you want to set him at a certain level. So I want to get your thoughts on the new deals for Kearney and Ream. Um, had to be done. <laughs> you
0: know, Reem was our, our player of the year. He was absolutely right. magnificent. Reem was was just. I, I I'm. How do we, Russ? How do we manage to hit the bullseye with American players? How do <laughs> I we? I mean, do, we really we, do though. We do. We we do. I mean, have we ever had an American player? And even one, and we let Kavanaugh go, and I was even disappointed about that. But you look at Bolkanega and, and 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 of course Brian McBride and oh, Clint, Clinton Dempsey and yeah uh, you know, Tim Ream. I mean these the are the only
1: exception I can think of is Eddie Johnson.
0: Oh, Eddie Johnson? Well, Eddie Johnson played his little part. I mean he didn't do it, unfortunately. I mean, but he's not a Freddie Adu disaster. Although whatever <laughs> happened to Freddie Ido? But I mean right. it's he. Um, yeah, he might he, he might be the exception, but but having said that, um, just we've 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 struck Golden ring was just absolutely magnificent. And um, Tom Kearney, well, the, the key for Tom Kearney, I mean, you got you got to resign him. He, he's he's is he a best player now? But it probably isn't. I'd say series now our best player. Yeah, to be honest, and that that'll tell tell you everything you need to know. Um, Kearney, um. Kenny really blossomed, and 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 clubs like Leeds United must be going. What what did we, what were we doing? We had him in our books, and we let him go. What was going on there? Um, and if he provided he can stay healthy, and that's going to be the other piece. Can he stay healthy? You know, get that knee sorted out. Then he's going to be a critical part of a, of um, the lineup, and he's going to get in more caps for for Scotland, which he, you know he deserves. It's funny, Scotland do have some quality. It's just they do, just, yeah, they do, but. I don't. They don't. It's all right. They they've had their um three weeks of bashing us and their night of twittering all over. It's actually, uh, to be fair, the Scottish fans, you know, the, we, England fans got a lot of ribbing in this World Cup from the Scots, but not as much, much as the Welsh. Um, the Welsh go, but then, I'm I'm going to be. I'll say nothing because I went to a Welsh university, and I'll just leave it at that. There's a reason I never went back. Trust me. Um, but um, if you look at. That, I mean the quality that Kenny brings, yeah. and to me he's a future Scottish um, Scottish captain as well. Just sheer quality. We got you got to resign your best players. Sure, you know, and um, it's 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 a massive against. It's it, it's massive intent from the club, right. and it's showing faith. And you're right. You said it again. You nailed it earlier when you said that you know you sign players and clubs go oh maybe 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 my
1: player can go there. They're going to be lining up. That's my point in all this, and it's twofold, Giannis, and that's why I wanted to talk about Kearney and Ream because you sign them, and then, of course, there's talk about Fulham signing some other of their own players, Ryan Session being one of them, and uh, hopefully they will get these deals done. It's important that other players from the outside see that Fulham are rewarding their players. I think that's important because that tells someone that might want to join, hey – I do well for them, I'll be rewarded too. And uh, so that's one thing. It it shows how you're treating their players. It really does. You're treating your own players. Well, maybe I want to come there. That's number one. It shows shows intent that way, that we take care of our own. Second way to do that is to bring in a big-time player and show that intent. So you have it coming from two different directions. You have it coming from signing your own players again to new deals, and then you bring in, like I said, the uh, the marquee player, and then hopefully others will fall. And then, of course, we've already seen we, you have Lamarchand, and I'm sure that there are going to be others coming as well. And it just keeps building and building. And my whole thing, Giannis, is to I think the cons really want to change the perception of Fulham. I think the perception is what it is. You know, we talk about it. You know, listen, it's a it's a nice family club. It is. But they want to compete. All the things that they're doing right now tell me they're not looking at it like some are looking at full. They're looking, they want to compete. And I don't know how far they want to take it, but they're in it to compete. And that to me just screams with all of these moves signing their own players and then these two signings here. They're serious. And other teams need to look out at Fulham now. And, you know, listen, I I was on Twitter all morning, and I could just tell you fans from other teams are apoplectic of Fulham making the signing of Sarri. They cannot believe it. They are shocked by it. And um, that's great. And I love that. But I want the perception to slightly change with Fulham, and, and I think that's partially what the cons are trying to do. They don't want to be put in a box. They want to play outside of their box. and. That's what's so exciting about all of these moves. All right, Giannis, we're going to end with a little speculation to end this episode of breaking news. This is not breaking news because this actually happened a few days ago. I'm going to say about four to five days ago. Dean Jones from the Bleacher Report tweeted out. He also mentioned Sarri in this tweet, but he also talked about that full want to get over the line, the signings of Alexander Mitrovic and Ludwig Augustinsson from Sweden who plays from Verder Bremen, left back. So I thought that was encouraging. Dean is someone that I respect a great deal. For him to put that out there, even on Twitter, I think it's a big deal. So that just tells you that that he believes Fulham are, are going to try to get these two other players signed. Like I mentioned, he also mentioned in that tweet, Sari. Well, that's already happened. So I want to get your thoughts on the speculation of Fulham trying to bring back Alexander Mitrovic. I want this in the worst way, my friend. I want them to bring back Mitro. But I also am fascinated with them trying to sign Ludwig Augustinson. We were just talking about Matt Target. And here's the thing. I want them to get Matt Target. But at some point, Giannis, you have to move on if you can't get your Target. I hate to use that word. You have to go to the next guy. And if they cannot get Matt Target, then you have to find another left back. And I like the fact that there's speculation out there. There's there's a decent amount on and It wasn't just from Dean. So I think there might be something to it. I definitely think there's something to Mitrovic. Thoughts on the speculation on these two players? Well, firstly, have we ever
0: had a player play for Fulham whose first name was Ludwig? <laughs> I don't think so. No. So, so his nickname is going to be Beethoven if we get him. For sure. It's got to be Beethoven. Nothing else. Even even locals. Yeah. Different nationality. Uh, Mitrovic is an absolute key. I mean, and all and, and all the... All the, the, the um, all the press speculation has intimated that we're going we're gonna to get him.
1: I hope, that, so. uh, I hope so.
0: He's not. Yeah, he's not in. He's not in Rafa Benitez's Spanish soup, not, so to speak, and uh, he doesn't want him. in. that's fine. So we've obviously got the money. So you know, spend the money. Boom, boom, boom. Now, uh, Beethoven or <laughs> uh is he, he, he plays uh, in the Bundesliga, he's, as you said for Veer de Bremen, and he's only twenty-four. Yes, which is great. Yes and i thought he impressed at the, he, he impressed at the at um, the world cup for me because to me he was a very simple player but he can also play as a left-sided midfielder depending on who we um, you know who we're up against but he, but he's he's predominantly left he's he's left-footed and um, he's a very solid left back now um, is he the sort of player that can come, that can come in and be a starter in this division probably yes um, I think that uh, the situation being, and we've we've talked about our friend Mr. Hughes, um, he won't sell to us, and this goes back, you know, you know, goes back. It's funny how it's funny how people bear grudges. It's been several years since Mark Hughes was here for crying out loud. I mean, but um, clearly he doesn't drop his little grudges. So be it. And um, you know, we could put in a good bid for Target, and and they'll say no, of course. There could be the other side where he's seen enough of Target. We said, you know what? I think he should be starting for Southampton anyway. Right, and that, I, that that I'd understand, but I still think there's a bit of sinister stuff going on, which means you've got potentially a playing at left back, and you know a to me would be a fantastic depth player. Right, you a squad player, a squad player for sure. But but to start at left back, I'd be more comfortable. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Nah. Augustinson would 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 probably is probably available and he's probably available at a decent price as well, and um, I think that um, I mean what could they be asking? I don't know, maybe six to eight million, maybe more. I don't uh, see any reason why we can't get him, but again, if you look at um, where we are now and it's July the twelfth, and if you look at um, uh, the transfer deadlines, less than a month away you know it and the world cup is going to be ending soon we have to make it be good to make quicker moves if only because after sunday asadadi is going to be complete bedlam on the transfer market and if this was a shock um i reckon there might be a bigger shock coming i, I think I, I think there's a bit i i think there's a bigger shock coming if seri was big and it may not be mitrovic um
1: yeah, very because, interesting
0: yeah, yeah I, I i'm wondering if um out there they have someone lined up um who we so never thought
1: you think this is just one up. piece of the puzzle being Surrey. Well, you think the that puzzle. they they have other big targets, not just Surrey. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I do. I, I yeah I do. I I do. I I wouldn't be surprised if publicly they've talked about they want to get Mitrovic and boom 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 but they might the, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a bigger striker out there that they got an eye on. Wow. Wow. And I, I, My first thought was actually, and I'd said it was a baller tally, I don't think that's going to happen now because Marseille are going to make him hit their highest paid player. But um, the World Cup was elevated, and, and you've got to be careful with World Cups and European championships because sometimes we found out with Regna Sigurdsson, they can turn around and have oh, sure. incredible championships and just come over and play, it, even you know, for him, at championship level and look like a log or, or sleeping policeman. Um but uh, or a, a log shaped in shaped in the form of a sleeping policeman, but it, there will be players that that um, that you know sh- show themselves accordingly. Um, I mean, it's uh, we're not going to get players like this, but you know, Ronaldo going to Juventus opens up the the door for Manzukic, for example, as an example. Um, or or you got Higuain that's going to be out there. There are going to be lots and lots of strikers. And it wouldn't surprise me if the Khans are looking at if you really want to make a coup, a real coup, and somebody wants to come here, getting somebody we never talked about, where we go, holy cow, how do we get this one over the line? So I'm I'm sort of excited. I I think I think I think is I think there might be bigger. I think there are
1: more shoes to draw up here, Giannis?
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Okay. Actually, um, well, that's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, I, I do. I think this is these are big signings but the timing is curious and with, you know, still a few weeks to go, I'm just wondering what is going to come. I mean, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm excited. We could have a Ludwig in the ta-
1: in in the, in, in the team. We yeah. could. Giannis. We could. This, would, this would be, this would be, but know, this is all good stuff there, my friend. Listen, we've done four seasons in the championship. We're coming back to the, to the premier league. And today was like a statement basically saying we're back. We're back. Yep. You don't make a signing like that unless you're basically trying to make some kind of statement. That's a statement signing, and that's why I, I wanted to do this show today, talk about Sarri and also talk about Marshan. But just to further talk about the direction that I think that Fulmer headed, you now believe that they have even larger targets that they're looking at as well, along with Sarri. They've now brought Sarri into the fold, but there might be others on that level, which is. Interesting that you feel that way. That's not based on any information. It's just a gut feeling you have. I do. But yeah. I but do. what's interesting is you listen, you could be right because I keep telling people this that the cons have serious ambition. They really do. I read those program notes late on in the season. I could just tell by reading it from Shah Khan that they didn't just want to come back to the Premier League. They really wanted to do something in the Premier League. I don't think they just want to. Talk about survival, surviving relegation like we normally do. That's what people do when their team gets back in the league. It makes sense. You know, you just want to survive the first year. But everything points to me that they're just not looking at it that way. And I, I admire that because that's the mentality I think that you need to have. I think you need to be reasonable, but I think you have to believe that you can strive for goals uh larger goals than say something that you can and we'll see where, where that brings them but but this is actually a very good sign it's very exciting Giannis, and i'm glad that i could actually do this show with you my friend thank you for doing this with me
0: you know absolute joy and you know what there's um you know if now that hey now that seri now that Suri has come over um you know there's um of course, he, he was a, a signing, for, you know, from 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 OS, uh, OSC Nice, a no, 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 good good club. Don't get me wrong. Hey, you look at you look at their lineup, and they've got some some um, very very interesting players, even in that lineup, including my old friend Mr. ballatelli And uh, I I don't know why I keep coming back to him. I don't know why I keep having a feeling. You know, talking about the big signing. Yep. you know, my, my, we're all assuming, and I, you know, the public thing has been, you know, that, that we're going to get Mitrovic. Right. I, I just, I, I just, there was, I was, the reading report about, you know, Marseille. We're going to make Balatelli um, their their highest paid player. But, but what you've heard of Balatelli in the last couple of years is he's still got unfinished business. You know, when he he. He was, I thought, tremendous at City. And then he fell out with, um, um, oh, my good God, um, Mancini. He fell out with Mancini. Yeah. And um, Marino called him uncoachable. But then he went to AC Milan and, da, 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 and he ended up at Nice. But obviously something happened because Mancini brought him back into the town for 4 year yeah. absence. So he's turned his career around, and the the lad is 27 years of age, 27. And I keep thinking, I I thought about this yesterday, what money could you bet that the Carnes could turn around and say, hey, I mean, Jean-Michel, Jean-Michel's here, what about you (laughs) join him? And and with a person, a player who still has some unfinished business, to come back to a club that has ambition, sorry, Mister Bellend-Hughes Hughes, that does have ambition um, and cause mayhem and, and up his ante and his profile in terms of the Italian national squad. Now that would be now that would blow my socks off. Okay, that would be. Um, <laughs> now I love Mitrovic. Don't get me yeah. wrong, Russ. Yeah, I really do. But um, that's why I think. No, I'm not just. I, I'm just focusing on Battelli. But that's sure. why I think there's bigger. There are bigger signings. Okay, potentially in the works.
1: I see where you're going on that, and let me just stress anyone listening, Giannis is – this is a want of Giannis. There's no speculation on Balotelli with form. Let's just stress that, okay? This is something that Giannis would like to see, but you're talking big. And like I said, if we're talking about what's going on with the cons, I understand why you're thinking that way. You're thinking of big name, huge name, that it's not just going to be – we'll see. And uh, I would invite it at this point, you know, if they could figure out the money and make it work, that everything can still be sustainable, that's great. But um, I don't own the team, and uh, I just want them to put out the most competitive team that can sustain itself. So if they can figure that out, then bring in the players that you feel you need to compete. And uh, and we'll see how it all plays out. But this is exciting times, Giannis, and I look forward to doing more shows. And when we have more breaking news, we're going to do shows like this because I'm sure there are going to be more signings. So, Janus, um, stay by your phone because uh, you might have to join me again soon. Russ, just one last thing before you go.
0: I'm going to announce all the, all the Fulham fans that live in and around London, unfortunately, yes. with thousands of miles away. The Fulham FC have just made an announcement about. Um, I said that there's going to be like a pop-up in-store uh, player event uh, at JD Sports in Oxford Street on London in London tomorrow at three o'clock, Friday the thirteenth, no less. Yeah, and they just announced that the following players will be there. Um, I suppose there for the event, and I suppose they'll be there for autographs and photos. And the following are going to be there: Ryan, Ryan Sessegnon, uh Thomas, Ke- Tom Kearney, Tim Ream, Stephen Cessignon, and uh, Marlon Fossey are going to oh, be there great. tomorrow, three o'clock. So if you're there, if I was there, I'd be there, but I'm not there. <laughs> but you, if you're on in around London, Oxford Street, Daily Sports, get down there, buy your home jerseys. They look lovely. I've just ordered my blue, and it's and um, I'm delighted it should be here soon. And I will model it on Facebook once I get it. And uh you're right, Russ. Call me at three in the morning if there's a signing. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> let's have a let's have a we should have a midnight. You know what we should do one night? We should have what? a midnight madness show. That's what we should do. A midnight madness show at midnight where um mind you'll be five in the morning in Britain, but so be. Yeah.
1: It. And then um yeah, get me all excited. Yeah, I know you are. I know <laughs> a midnight madness show. I love it. Well, we might have to consider that maybe. The day before the season begins. Maybe we do something like that. It's, some, I like it's something. That. <laughs> that's very interesting, my friend. Okay, great show, my friend. Let's wrap this up. For Jan Janaeus, I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you as always for listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougal share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms supply. See McDonald's.com.
0: Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network.
1: Talk sport. Powered by fans.